Good evening. My apologies for the later start than usual. I left my laptop at home. So um, here we are. We are learning Maseches Baba Kama Daf Ayin Gimel. And we're starting on the bottom of Ayin Beis and Beis. At the open of the Gemara, we're going to get uh, deep into the sugya of Eid Zomim. Let's just review. The Torah says that if there is a set of Eidim that are established as Eidim Zomimin, then that means that they uh, gave a testimony that was impossible. The classic claim that creates Eidim Zomimin is Ruvain and Shimon give testimony about X. And then Levi and Yehuda say, your testimony has to be a lie because you couldn't have witnessed X because you were with me in another location, otherwise known in Hebrew as Imanu Hayisem. You were with me elsewhere, and those Adam have to get the punishment that they tried to bring about to the uh, to the person that they were testifying about. So that's the basics. Let's jump in. Itmar, Eid Zomem. If you have Adam that are uh, established to be Zomem, again with that claim of Imanu Hayisem, Abaye Amar Lemafreya Hunifsal, Abaye says that they're retroactively considered Pasal, Rava Amar Mikanu Lehaba Hunifsal, no, only from this moment and moving forward. Now, let's be clear. When it says Lemafreya, it doesn't mean retroactively back to forever and ever and ever. That's not what it means. Let's say that a person gave Edus on January 1st. A pair of Edim gave Edus on January 1st. They get caught Behazama on February 1st. Lemafreya means that everything between January 1st and February 1st is puzzle. It's not Lemafreya back to yonder, just only up until the point that he was actually made that first lie, that Edim Hazama, the Edim Zomamin. That's what Lemafreya means. Rava says, no, it's only Mikanu Lehaba. It only applies from... The moment that he's caught, when the Imanu Hayisem claim is made, that invalidate Ruvain and Shimon and make them into Edom Zomamin, and only from that point forward. Abaye Omar Lemafrehu Nifsal, because Me'ahu Shaito De Asid, from that moment when he gave the original testimony and he tried to get someone in trouble, Havale Russia. At that point, that person's considered a Russia. Therefore, very logical answer. He's got a Marimakum to support, is that it is Lemafreya back to January 1st because. You lied on January 1st. That makes you a Russian because you're a Russia then. Then you're, all of your testimonies on January 2nd through 29th through 30th, whatever, all of them are possible. And Rava Amar Mikanu Lehavahu Nifsa because Eidzomim Chidishu, Tare Treu Trenin, who we spoke about this briefly uh, yesterday on Shabbos, I think after this year, not during this year, is that Eidim Zomimin is a Shtikl Chidish. The reason why Adam Zomamin is a Chiddush is because Ruvain and Shimon made a claim on January 1st. They said, I saw Phil do the Avera of X. And then later, Levi and Yehuda came along and said, no, Imanu Hayisem. The Torah says, we believe the second Adam, and therefore the first Adam are Adam Zomamin. That's a Chiddush. Why is that a Chiddush? Because we have two sets of Adam. One set of Adam says X, and one set of Adam says Y. Why do we believe the latter Adam that we would even kill the Edom Zomamin. That is a Chiddush. And because, says Rava, because it is such a Chiddush, you should listen to the set of Edom, the Levi and Yehuda, who made Ruven and Shimon into Edom. Why? Why do you believe them over the first? That's always like that. Why don't we just say that it's Edom HaKrasha, that they're just head to head, they're fighting. Why do we trust the second one? It's a Chiddush, and therefore he is not willing to go back in time. And because of that, from the moment that they become Edim Zomamin, even though it's true that it's one pair of Edim against another, the Torah believes the latter pair, creating Edim Zomamin of the first pair, that is a Chiddush, and Ein Lechabo El Chiddush Ve'elech. 
That's version number one of the Machlokas. There are those who say the Machlokas, Rava and Abai, is really not what we thought it was. Really, Rava Nami Ki Abai Svirle to Amar Lemafreya Hunifsal. Really, there is no Machlokas between Abai and Rava. They both agree that Medina, that we do say Lemafreya, they agree that when the when the Adam Zomamin lied on January 1st and they only got caught on February 1st, they agree that they're liars, they're Rishayim, and they should be Pasa Lemafreya. But we have... We have a, a problem. We have a competing factor here. The reason why Rava would say in our case, that is the only time and not retroactive, even though the Dina should be retroactive, is because let's say this guy, uh, the Edim Zomamin, gave Edus every single day of the month of January. Their first lie was on January 1st. And they were their serial Bezdin people. They're constantly giving edus. They're the community yentas. They see everything. They know everything. So you have they've given edus 30 days in a row. If you say Lemafreya that they're going to be Edim Zomamin, it creates a massive hefsid for all of the people who've been involved in purchases relying on their edus. And therefore, Rava wants to be Mekil to say that it's only Mikanul Haba. Technically, he agrees that Ladina. We should say that they're Rishayim, but we're Mekel, even though it's true that they're Rishayim. But even though that's true, we want to be Mekel because of Pseidah del Kuchos. My Beinayhu, the very top line of Ayin Gimel Amad Aleph. My Beinayhu, what is the difference between the, the version number one of Rava and version, I should say, version number one of the Machlokas, Rava and Abaye, and version number two of the Machlokas of Rava and Abaye? De'ashidu betrei l'chad, betrei l'chad. Oh, this is unique. We can create Ede Hazama in a scenario where it's not a Chiddush. How do we do that? When Levi and Yehuda say that Ruvain was with me, because that's not two against two, that's two against one. And when Yisachar and Zvulun say that Shimon was with me, then it's not a regular case of, of Edim Zomamin. It's two against one, and therefore there's no Chiddush. And that's uh, one reason why we would have a difference between the two approaches. Inami de paslinu begazlanusa, or no, that really they're not edim for um, they're not ede hazama. They have a different din going on, which is that they have stolen. And that's what Rashi says on the third line. Shelohi zimuhu elhiidu shnayim al elu shein gazlonim. A little bit of a different case. Third line of the of the Gemara. Lahach lishno de amres mishum chiddush leka. According to the approach of Rava. In the first version of the Gemara, that he said it's only mikanu lehaba because ein lechaba lechidusho mishas chidush veelech. Therefore, we don't do retroactive. Well, leka here there is no chidush because the only time there was a chidush is when it's uh, Ruven and Shimon against Levi and Yehuda. But according to the Gemara's second line, the, the recommendation as a difference between version number one and version number two of Abaye and Rava. In this new possibility, it's two Adim against Ruvain and two Adim against Shimon, and therefore it's not a classical case of Trey Utre, and therefore it's not a classical case of Hazama, and there's no Chiddush. But that's still going to be a problem. That would be the differences between the two of them. How do we paskin? That we paskin like Rava, and Rava was of the opinion of Mikanu Lehaba, and this is one of the most famous Gemaras in all of the three Bavas. We know, of course, that there are six times throughout Shas that we follow, like the Shita of Abaye. This is one of those times. And we are focused in on the Ayin, the Ayin of Eid Zomin. That when we have a case of Eidim Zomin, we passel 
all of their eduyos between the moment of the edus that was just turned into hazama, what we're calling January 1st, and the time that they got caught. Everything in between, their edus doesn't count, everything goes back to the way it was, and then we have to restart on all of those transactions. So we paskin like Abaye. All right, uh, the rest of the daf is a little difficult, um, uh, but we are going to get through it. The Gemara says, eight, nine lines down, Tanan, we have a Mishnah. Let's say that there were two Adam that witnessed me steal, the Tabachu Machar Al Pihem, and I also had those same two witnesses, Ruven and Shimon were my witnesses. They witnessed me both steal and let's say Shech, um, Zomimin, and then they are found to be Zomimin. They were lying and they were caught in their lie, their Adam Zomimin. What did they try to get me to pay? Dalad So they are Mishalman They then are obligated to pay Dalad Behe. That's what classical case of Adam Zomerman, like out of the box, typical. Who gets the doubt? The doubt. What? Who gets the doubt? The person who was accused. I, I, I presume. Because no animal died. But he still stole, but the first guy still stole. No. These were the Adam that said he stole, and the Adam who said that he shechted. Where does the money go? Why are you going to ask such practical questions? But it's a knas, so it doesn't have to be so logical. Where does the knas go normally? What? A discretionary fund of the base on Miktash. The Chorah goes to the Bailam. I mean, those are the people you tried to hurt. You tried to make them lose money, so sure. therefore the money goes to them. Thank you about it too much that it went to the ones who you tried to yeah. take it from. Yeah, I would have assumed. I'm not positive either. So far, we've seen a lot of things in the comments that don't. So. Um, sorry that I don't know the answer to this relatively. Uh, what is it? What is Rashi saying? Nothing. Mm -mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know. Good question. But let's assume for the moment that it goes to the Bailam. It's a reasonable Svara because of the... Original Bailam the people who were accused? The people who were accused. They are the original. I mean, there, there are no Bailam. The whole story was made up. And so, there's nobody else to give the money to. It's either discretionary fund in the Beis Mikdash, like a Knast to Besden. Yeah, I think that's correct. He's the only player. He's the only player. Okay. My love, what about this case? Isn't it true, al that this set of Edim first gave testimony on the Gneva, and then and then separately, these Edim gave testimony on the Tvicha, the Huzmu first al Hagneva, the Chazro, the Huzmu al Hatvicha. We're assuming that there was a lot of linear steps that took place here. We're assuming that um, first they gave testimony about the Gneva, only then about the Tvicha. They became Huzam about the Gneva and only then about the Tvicha. Says the Gemara, this cannot be. If you want to say, like the opinion of Abaye, that things are Lemafreya, so then... Once we determined Ruvain and Shimon, who were claiming about me that I stole, once we found out that they were Huzam, then Then 
if we find out that they were lying about the Geneva on, let's say, February 10th, then when they gave the Edus on February 1st about the Tvicha, they were already Rishon. Yet our Mishnah says that that's not the case, that they're Chayav Dalad Vehe. Kasha Anabaye. It's Kasha Anabaye, because if it's true that the setup of our Mishnah is correct, that the Hazama of the Geneva happened before the Hazama of the Tvicha, so therefore, it should be, had Abaye been right, that we would not have paid Dalit Behe. Because since you were Huzam on the Geneva, then the whole claim of Tvicha, you're a Russia, you're a liar, and the Mafreya, you're done for. So therefore, Kasha, Amai Mishalmana Tvicha. Why, this again, continuation of the question, why then would there be any Tvicha? So the Gemara responds that this is not a Kasha and Abaye. We're a third of the way down on Ayin Gimel Amin Aleph Amr, uh, Amre, we say, Hacha B'mayaskinan. What was, must we be dealing with? Where it was the opposite, where the Hazama wasn't first on the Gneva, but Kigon Shehuzmu al Tvicha But where first the status of the Huzam happened with the Tvicha, says the Gemara, that is not a good argument because Amrain, either way, Sof Sof, even if it was Hazama on the Tvicha first, they were still in the end Huzam on the Gneva. So so It's still the case that if the Hazamos both happened after the Edus, then when in fact they gave their Edus on the Tvicha, they still should not have been Chayev. After all, we now know that he was Huzam with the claim of Gneva, which means that there is no Dalad Behei. Kashi again, Anabaye. The Gemara says, you're right. The way you've understood this Mishnah is uh, would have been Akasha, but you've misunderstood the Mishnah. This Mishnah that we learned at the two dots, nine lines down, where we said that uh, he tried to be Mazimi on the on the Geneva and on the Shkita, that's not like you said that he was giving Edus in separate chunks, one chunk on the Geneva, and then a couple of days later on the Tvicha. No. The Hilchasa, the Gemara says, They gave all of the testimony at once, and they were Huzam at once. And therefore, because they were Huzam at once, what were they trying to do with their Hazam? It wasn't broken up into pieces of Gneva first and Tvicha later. No, they gave the Hazama that this guy was gone of a What were they trying to get me to pay? Dalad Behe. You're Huzam? Great. Now you're you, the Adam's own men are Chayib and Dalad Behe. That's how the Gemara wriggles out of their concern that maybe we, we hold like Abai. Of course, we know the conclusion that we do hold like Abai, but the Gemara is trying to just ask Akasha on, uh, on Abai, and it did not work out. Lema, perhaps it's the case, Ketanoim. Perhaps the Machlokes Tanoim that, uh, that we're about to see is similar to the Machlokes Amoraim between Rava and Abaye about whether or not we hold that Eden Zomimin is going to passel things lemafreya even retroactively, or no, maybe it's only from the Chiddush. The Gemara says, halfway down on Ayin Gimel Amadalev, Hayushnayim me'idino soshegona, two people witnessed me steal, v'hein me'idino soshetavach, and those same witnesses saw me shech the animal, v'huzmu ala gneva, and they were only huzam on the gneva. So, because the hazama of the gneva was real, Therefore, the Gneva wasn't a reality. They were Adam Zamamin about that, which means there cannot be Tavachumachar. You can't have Tavachumachar without Gneva. 
Therefore, Eidus Shabbat Lamiktsasa, but Lakula. Because the Edim were Huzam on the claim of Geneva, they say that I stole on January 1st, they were in Cancun. So then the whole thing is over. Huzmu Then they are, uh, then they are, excuse me, then Eidus Shabbat Lamiktsasa, but Lakula. That's the first part of this Brisa. Uh, this is actually a Tosefta. And let's continue in the Tosefta. Huzmu ala If, in fact, the Hazama came in and we invalidated the Edim with their claim that I shechted the animal, if that were to have been true, then humeshalem tashlume kefel, because they didn't, the Edim were fine about my claim about Geneva. Where was their Hazama? Only by the Tvicha. So they claimed against me that I stole, and there was nothing to ruin their edus for the day that they claimed that I stole. If that's true, then I'm Chayv Kefel. And what did they try to do that they were Huzam for? They tried to say that I did the Shechita. If that's true, then they have to pay the balance. So of the five, I pay two as the Ganev. They caught me red-handed, but they tried to add to that that I also stole, says the Gemara. Therefore, they, because of the Din of, Asam, of Hazama, they have to pay three. This is the Tanakama. And this Brisa, uh, this Tosefta, as we'll soon see, is a little difficult to understand. And we're going to carefully pick it apart until uh, the top of the next page. Rav Yossi argues on the Tanakama and he qualifies it. When is it true what you say that we distinguish between the Edus of Geneva, where I pay to because the Edim who gave the Edus on Geneva were not invalidated, Versus the Edus of Tvicha, where they were Huzam, and therefore they paid three. That's only true, Beshte Edios. That's only true with two different Edios. We don't know what this phrase means yet, but we will learn what it means by the bottom of the page. Aval Be'edus Achas, if it was all done in one Edus, and this phrase also we don't know what it means, then Edus Shebatla Mixasa Batla Kula. Had it been two Edios, then Shapir, then I could understand the Shita of the Tanakama, but it would not be true with one edus. So the Gemara asks two-thirds of the way down, my bishte edios, umay be'edus achas. What is it that you meant when you said, Rav Yossi, two edus versus one edus? The Gemara says, ilema bishte edios, that we're talking about bishte edios mamish, two pairs of edim, bishte kitos, and be'edus achas means be'vas achas, achas, be'ze it's one pair who gave testimony at two different times, one on Geneva and one on Tvicha. And then on that, that what he was saying is that when we have one pair of Edim who gave testimony in distinct times, one on Geneva and one on Tvicha, that if they gave that testimony in distinct times, firstly on Geneva and only later on Tvicha, when they then become Huzam, Ruven and Shimon, the Edim, when they become Edim Zomimin on the Tvicha, then are you trying to say, Rav Yossi, that with this one pair of Edim, that Edus Shebatla Miktsasa, Batla Kulav Ismuluha Geneva, Mehecha Tesilach. According to the way that Rabbi Yossi understands Edus Achas and Shte Eduyos, he seems to be saying that if Ruvain and Shimon were the only pair of Edim, and at 9 a.m. they gave testimony that I'm a thief, and at 12 p.m. they gave testimony that I also shechted, and they found out, we found out that Ruvain and Shimon were lying because Levi and Yehuda said, Imanu Hayisem, that Ruvain and Shimon, you were out of town with me in Cancun, there's no way you could have given that Edus, but only about the Tvicha. Why would we then assume that that ruins the claims about Geneva. Mehecha that such a thing should be. 
This is I know we use the phrase socially, it's not such a common phrase in Shas. We don't see this all the time. The Gemara wants to know, how could that be possible that Rabbi means that edus achas means one pair of witnesses with two moments of testimony, one on the Geneva and one on the Tvicha. So the Gemara says, we've misunderstood what Rabbi Yossi meant by shte edus and one edus. And the Gemara explains 12 lines from the bottom, elolab. That means one pair of Edim who are like two pairs of Edim. How do we have one pair of Edim that's like two pairs of Edim? It must be It's one pair of Edim who gave testimony at different times at 9 a.m. on the Geneva and at 12 p.m. on the Tvicha. But had it been the case that really it was just Ruvain and Shimon, and they gave the testimony Bivasachas. They didn't have 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. for the Geneva and the Tvicha Edus, respectively. No. At 9 a.m., they walked in and they said, Keresh stole and Shechted. One moment in time with one set of Edim. There, we would say that we don't make the distinction of the Tanakama, that there's a difference in me paying Kefel and the other guys paying for uh, paying for the, the extra three to get to Dalad Behe. The Savruha, it must be that everybody holds the Kule Alma, Toch Kedei Dibor, Kedibor Dami. That when these two Eduyos are given at the same time, it's impossible to separate them. We have this idea throughout Shas, throughout Halacha. Toch Kedei Dibor is a very important principle. We're going to be learning more about it now. Let us continue in the Gemara. So the Gemara wants to know, remember where we started at the halfway mark on the page, that perhaps this is like Abayi Virava? Let's see how this Machlokas between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi matches up and aligns with Abaye and Rava. My savre the rabbis, the Tanakama is of the opinion that Mikanu Lahabahu Nifsal, the Kevan de Mehahi Shaita Kamitzeme Atvicha de Kamitzeme Itzum. That if he obviously if they get testimony on their Tvicha, then they're going to be Adam Zomamin. But Agneva Lomitzeme, Lo Itzum. But because there was no Hazama, then uh, then there's no hazama for the Gneva. That's why in the in the Tosefta, in the middle of the page, we saw that the Tanakama was of the opinion that if they if the Adim give testimony about me about Gneva and I'm caught and they're not Adim Zomimin, then I pay Kefel. But when they become Adim Zomimin by the Tvicha, so then they have to pay Gimel. Perfect distinction. And Rabbiosi Savar, no. It's retroactive. We know that going back in time, they're going to be guilty, that I would have to, the, that they're, Adam Zomamin applies even in the past. The second they give their testimony, their puzzle, if you're giving Adam Zomamin about the Tvicha, and it's when I said Geneva and Tvicha, I said them at the same moment at nine o'clock on the nose, I said, I saw Phil, the Adam say they saw Phil do Geneva. And at the next sentence, and we also saw him doing Tvicha. So then you can't bifurcate those two things. They have their one sentence. You can't take the edus and parse it so finely. When things are they are one. They're enmeshed. So this maybe, perhaps, is the machlokas between the Tanakama and Rubiosi. This is what the Gemara wants to recommend as a possible Tanaic precedence for Abayi and Rava. The Gemara says three lines from the bottom, nothing doing. Amrei, dami. If you want to say that really, when two things are said in one fell swoop, that they're really one and the same. Everyone would have to agree that if you said two things, Geneva and Tvicha, 
and we nailed you on the tvicha, it also means we nailed you on the gneva because there are two things said in one time. Elahacha, really this machlokes is not similar to Abaya and Rabba. The Tanakama and Rabiosi are not talking about mikanu lahaba uh, and uh, lemafreya. Rather, we're asking whether or not two sentences said in one breath are going to be considered one idea. The Rabbanon, uh, Rabbanon Savre, the rabbis hold, Tokkedei Dibor, turning to the top of Ayin Gimel Amid base, and we're heading to the second to last line of the page. They say, Lav Kedibor Dami. The Rabbanon have a huge Chiddush, that if I say, Phil stole and Phil shechted, we can split those with right down the middle with a scalpel. Those are two totally different things now, even though they were said in an enmeshed way. Rabiosi is not hearing uh, no way. on the top line. Rabiosi dami. So we try to say that there's a machlokes similar to Abaye and Rabban the Tanaim, which was the Tosef that we saw in the middle of Ayn Gimel and Aleph, where we saw machlokes Tanakam and Rabiosi. Kamash Malan says the Gemara, no, there really is no machlokes. I mean, there is a machlokes, but it's not similar to Abaye Rava. The only machlokes is about whether or not we say toch kedei dibor is kedibor dami or not. Says the Gemara as really a side question because we've answered the fact that uh, that the Tanaim don't have the same machlokes of Abaye and Rava. But the Gemara wants to know, wait one second. You just said that Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion of Savar, toch kedei dibor kedibor dami. That when we say two things in the same sentence, that they're really one. Asks the Gemara, is Savar Rabbi Yossi dibor kedibor dami? Does he really hold that way? I can show you an example, says the Gemara. I'll find you a Mishnah where Rabbi Yossi seems to not say that they're one and the same. This Mishnah can be found in Masechah Zvachim and Tmurah Nadarim, which means we've learned it in Nadarim. And of course, we all fondly remember this Gemara, I am sure. And the Gemara says, We have a Mishnah. What does the Mishnah say? If a person tries to create a Tmura of changing the Ola to a Shlamim, what's the Din? The Din is that it maintains the first of the statuses, the first of his verbiage, which was to be an Ola, Divir Reb Meir. Reb Yossi Omer, Reb Yossi says, well, hold on. If he really intended on them to both, on, uh, for this animal to have the status of both, the Ola and the Shlamim, then because it's halachically impossible to have one animal be an Ola and a Shlamim. A Shlamim is edible. An, an Ola is not edible. An Ola is fully consumed. A Shlamim people eat. So they can't be the same. So Dvar of Kayamin, we do fulfill his words. Rashi says that what we do in this case is we let the animal graze. It's Roe it's going to graze until it generates a moom, and then we'll sell the animal. And with half of the money, we'll buy an ola, and half of the money will buy a shlamim. And now this line is the line that we need to prove about Rabiosi. The Gemara says six, seven lines down. Vim Amar Tmuras Ola. If I say I want to create an ola, and the nimlach, I change my mind, the Amar Tmuras Shlamim, and in the same breath I say, you know what, I want an ola. Actually, I think I'm going to go with the shlamim. What does Rabbi Yossi say? We only listen to the first part of his sentence when he said Ola. We ignore when he tried to change his mind and we say that the animal's an Ola. Now, if it's Nimlach, Pshita, it should be fairly obvious that we keep the original, the original din. So Rabbi Yossi now has a stira. 
On the very top line of the page, we said that Rabbi Yossi was of the opinion that Toch Kedei Dibor is Kedibor Dami. If I say two sentences, one after the other, I want this to be, uh, 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 let's say by the witnesses, uh, Phil stole and Phil shechted. That's all one little uh, tied up in a bow. Perfect. Yet in this Brisa, in this Mishnah actually from Maseches, uh, Zvachim and Tmura and Nadarim, here we see something different. We see that Rabbi Yossi holds that we don't factor in both sentences. When he said, he said, Hareze Ola, and then he changed his mind and said, you know what, Hareze Shlamim, even though it was Toch Kedibor, it was not Kedibor Dami, and that's a stira within Rabbi Yossi. The Gemara says, Amre, Tre Toch Kedibor Habi. This is a very important Shas Gemara, uh, because we need to know this for when we learn. We use the phrase toch dibor to mean a very small amount of time. But we're going to now come down to a very fine-tuned to, fine, fine between, difference between the two. There are two types of toch dibor. We're 12 lines down or so, 10 lines down, or 9 gimel amid beis. Chad is kedei she'elas talmud l'rav. That is how a talmud speaks to his rebbe. And the other is for how a Rebbe speaks to the Talmud. When is it that Rav Yossi doesn't believe in Toch Kedei Dibur? That's with the longer phrase of what a Talmud says to a Rav. What does a Talmud say to a Rebbe? Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umori. Four words. According to some, the word Umori is not there. So let's clock it. Ready? Go. Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umori. What are we talking about? Two and a half seconds? Two seconds? It's nothing. And look at the other one. And what does the Gemara say? Dinafish. That's lengthy. However, when a Rebbe speaks to a Talmud, it's a shorter phrase of welcome, which is Shalom Alecha. So either we're talking about the difference between two words and three words, or we're talking about the difference between two words and four words. And Rabbi Yossi was so particular that he agreed that there was this idea of toch kedei dibor when it was only a two-word gap between the first sentence and the second. But once it was a three-slash-four-word gap, no, no, that's not toch kedei dibor anymore. That's unbelievably nuanced that Rabbi Yossi would hold that way. And that is how the Gemara concludes. We're going to begin a sugya now called Hakrasha Trilas Hazama. And what we're trying to figure out is as follows. I'm going to say it outside. It'll make it easier for us to say it, to understand it inside. Let's say you have Adim who are caught in a stira. They're not Adim Zomamin. They're just caught in a stira. Uh, Ruven and, and Shimon will be our guilty party for the day. They give Edus about me. They say Phil violated the Isra of X. Another set of Adim, they don't do the Hazama thing of Imanu Hayisa. They just say Phil's wrong. I saw something else. So it could be that the Eidus of Reuven and Shimon is correct about Phil. It could be that the Eidus of Levi and Yehuda, we don't know. That's Hakrasha. However, if Reuven and Shimon get caught a second time with Hazama, do we then look back and say that the Hakrasha, the lie that we kind of sort of caught them in the first time, was that the beginning of them becoming Edom Zomamin? Or are those totally two separate crimes? One is Hakrasha. Maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. And the other is Hazama. So the Gemara takes a position on this at the two dots, halfway down on Ayin Gimel Amid Beis. Amar Rava, Edim Shehukchashu. If Edim, if Ruven and Shimon first got caught in Hakrasha, which means that it was Treu Tre. Ruven and Shimon made a claim about me that I did a certain Avera. And Levi and Yehuda came to the Bezdin and said, no, he didn't. That's not Hazama. That's Hakrasha. It's different. It's testimony that has been 
um, that has just been conflicted upon. So Rava says that Edim Huzmu, and then they later um, had Hazama Neherigin. They will get killed. Why is this? The Hakrasha Trilas Hazama He. That the Hakrasha, the idea of them having Hakrasha, that they were um, conflicted by another pair, is the beginning of Hazama. This is a uh, strong idea, and we have to learn what this means properly. Let's take a quick look at Rashi Dibur Hamas Masril Shehukhashu, which is one third of the way down in the Rashis. Shnaim Omrim Harag, Ushnaim Omrim Loharag. So people say about me that I killed someone, Ruven and Shimon, and Levi and Yehuda say, no, they don't. If And that was just regular Hakrasha. That's what happened in Vezdin. If at a later point we find out that those Edom were also Zomamin, we will come back to this case and the Edom Zomamin would be murdered. Unbelievable. That's what it means that Hakrasha is Tchilas Hazama. That even though the Edus that Phil killed was only Mukhash, it wasn't Huzam, but if at a later point they become Huzam, then we look back at this case and kill Ruvain and Shimon. Very powerful idea. So now says the Gemara, how do we know? We have a very complicated brisa that really requires time. I will do my best to be clear. Please ask questions if I'm not. Titania, Meidani, I give testimony about a man. Let's call him Ruvain. Shesima es ein abdo, he did two things. He blinded his Eved. The hepil eschino. He also knocked out one of the teeth of his evet. Each one of these is a crime in its own right that would allow for the evet to go free. Shaharaharav Omerkain. Rashi explains. Shaharaharav Omerkain. Rashi is about halfway down. Klomar denichalele rav. Rav Rav is in agreement with this testimony, the way that it's structured. We don't know what this means yet. And then those who were meidani that Ruvain blinded his evet and broke broke one of his teeth. Then those Edim who said that, Ruvain and Shimon, I should say, Levi and Yehuda who said this about Ruvain, Levi and Yehuda were nimsu uzomimin. What's the din? Mishalmin dmei ayin le'eved. They, the Edim zomimin, have to pay the cost of an eye to an Eved. Why is that? Why do they have to pay the cost of the eye? Because what was their testimony? The testimony was shesima es ein avdo. They tried to say that the animal that that the evet, excuse me, went free because his eye came out, and then only later did his tooth come out. And they were hokrash. They have to pay dmei ein leevet. We don't know why. We have to figure out why. Hey dami, the Gemara says two thirds of the way down. How do we understand this very complicated brisa? The Gemara says. If, if if this Mishnah, this Brisa is as it seems, it's not a Brisa. Oh uh, yeah, if it, if it's if this Brisa is as it seems that there's only one pair of Edim, then why would you say Why would you say that we pay the money of the Ayin to the Evet? The eye that he got injured was what made him go free. Why are we paying him? That this just doesn't make sense. The kid doesn't. That's not, that's not reasonable. Why would we give him money? He got to go free because of the eye. That's the din in Chumash. Doesn't make sense. Odin, furthermore, three fourths of the way down, the Edim Zomamin shouldn't have to pay an eye. They should have to pay for the whole Evet. 
Because once we found out that they were Edom Zomimin, they claimed that I, as the owner, poked out the eye of my Ebed and I should lose the whole Ebed. So what's this Zomimin? Pay me back my Ebed. What do you mean? You have to pay me for what I lost, for what you tried to make me lose. But Odin, furthermore, Shahre Harav Omer Kane, why would the master be okay with this kind of a claim? Harav mi None of this Brisa makes sense. Elolav, 10 lines from the bottom, the Gemara reinterprets and re rewires the Brisa that we saw in the middle of the page, the one that's a raya for the Shita of Hakrasha Trilas Hazama, this Shita of Rabbah. The Gemara says, Elolav, Kigon de Asu the Amre. There was a pair of Adim that showed up and they said, Hipil es Shino, Sima es Eno, that fill the bowel of the Ebed, he knocked out the tooth of his Ebed. And he blinded his Ebed as well. There, in such a case, the boy because the first thing that I did that freed my Ebed was Hipilashino. When I knocked out his tooth, that's what made him go free. After that, I poked out his eye. And in that case, I, the owner of this person, well, I'm not, I don't own him anymore. When I knocked out his tooth, he got to leave. But if I injured him again afterwards, now I need to pay for his eye. That's Aegis number one in the Mishnah. And Va'asu Betray Mitzi'oi, there was another pair of Adim that showed up, the Amre, and they'd said they said the opposite. Aino, first the eye was poked out, and then the Hadarshino. Shino. In this case, that which freed the Ebed was poking out the eye. And the later damage of the tooth only required of me to pay him the cost of a tooth, which is much cheaper than, a, than an eye. So therefore, there we see this stira. One person says, one pair of Adam say, one pair of Adam say that I, the owner of the person, has to pay the cost of the eye. And the other Adam say, no, Phil is only obligated to pay the cost of the tooth. This, if it's me, I'd, like, I'd love the second testimony. I don't want to pay $500 for an eye. I want to pay $12 for a tooth. It's much cheaper. I the katani zomimin. Then, when the brisa in the middle of the page says that it turns out that there's zomimin mitziyoi, that was talking about the second case where they said that the ayin came first and the tooth came later, and therefore mishalmind may ayin leeved. It must therefore be that the brisa is like the first adam said that the tooth was first, and that the uh, and that the eye was second, and that's why he has to pay the eye to the Ebed. What we can see from this Brisa is that Hakrasha Tchilas Hazamahi. We see that there's this process where first there was Hakrasha, and it turned out to be Hazama. And in a case where we were dealing with capital punishment, the Adim Zalman would even be killed. We'll stop right here. The next uh, couple of Amudim will speak about this as well. We'll pick up Amir Tashem tomorrow night in person. Wishing you all a beautiful night.